Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about the haunted Proviglia Island. Now, I probably butchered that name, but being that as, as it may, this was an amazing find, guys. I, I did the research on this and I cannot. You guys got to hear it. So we're going to go ahead and just go right into it. You can't live in Venice or as close to Venice as we do without hearing the tall tales of the island Italians claim is the most haunted in the world, Proviglia, an island that can be compared to the size of the Sheep's Meadow in Central Park or half of the Navy Pier in Chicago. It's said to be so evil that you'd be hard-pressed to find an Italian willing to set foot on the island. Fishermen won't even fish in the area. Surrounding Proviglia, and it was completely off-limits to visitors for many years. Poveglia wasn't always an evil place where unspeakable horrors happened. The island is mentioned in documents dating back to 421 and was a flourishing economic center with a growing population up until 1378. During the War of Chiogia, the people of Poveglia, called Pevlagati, were evacuated to Venice. When the war was finally over in 1381, Poveglia lay in total devastation, and only a few dozen inhabitants were able to return home. Despite the construction of one of the octagonal fortresses intended to protect the entrances to the Venetian lagoon, Poveglia was abandoned for centuries. It wasn't until the plague hit, Venice even killed the Doge Giovanni Montesigo. And again, my Italian listeners, I am so sorry if I just mangled that. Uh, it, I am so sorry, but I'm trying here. The head of state that the idea of the plague island came about. The Venetians wanted to isolate the infected and curb the spread of the disease. There were actually other plague islands in the lagoon. Lazaretto Vecchio has been thoroughly explored and it's estimated around 500 people died per day there. Archaeologists have studied the skeletons and remains belonging to the victims, men, women, and children. It's thought that around 160,000 people died on Poveglia, but the island hasn't been fully investigated like Lazzarato Vazio has. Being taken to the island was a sure death sentence and the people often went kicking and screaming knowing that they would live out their last days in a literal hell on earth. Some say that the soil is mostly made up of the ash of the burned victims. After Paveglia was used to quarantine anyone exhibiting symptoms of the plague, Napoleon used it to store weapons. He also had the 12th century church destroyed and the church's bell tower was converted into a lighthouse. Eventually, Napoleon's enemies discovered he was storing weapons on the island and many battles took place on it, claiming even more lives. A mental hospital was opened on Paveglia in 1922. The mental hospital's existence is confirmed by the sign that reads, Reparto Psychiatria. Again, I'm sorry, I probably destroyed that name. And remains affixed to the derelict building to this day. The rest of the events that occurred there, as told by the locals, read more like a figment of Hollywood's imagination. 
The patients already considered to have lost their marbles regularly reported seeing the ghosts of plague victims and said they were kept up at night from the screams of the tortured souls, their claims, but their claims were ignored. As if not already strange enough, the doctor at the mental hospital decided to try and find a cure for insanity by performing lobotomies on patients. Now, back then, guys, it just seemed to be that was the answer to everything. If you're crazy, if you have a mental illness or a mental defect or a mental disease, let's just go inside your eye socket, your orbital socket, and let's just rip a part of your brain out. Sure, that's going to cure because you're just going to turn them into a mindless zombie. So I just don't understand how all these years of multiple people in multiple countries doing lobotomies back then, even even to this day, if they're even still practiced to this day. How they thought that that was going to work. How they thought that going in through someone's eye and ripping a part of their brain out, which there's probably more to it, guys. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a surgeon, physician. I just know what I read and see. And that's as far as I know about it. And they think this is going to work. I think they're the crazy ones, if you ask me. But that's just my opinion. So let's get back to this. The tales say that he used cruel methods to perform the lobotomies, such as using hand drills. Some of the odd machines can still be seen in the rooms of the hospital today. And that's another thing. They're going to use hand drills to go inside. So let me get, I'm trying to wrap this around my head. This man sat down and said, how can I, how can I cure insanity? Let's take a hand drill and drill into somebody and get a piece of their brain out. It's foolproof. That'll work. It just, it just blows my mind, guys. It's also said that a number of patients were taken to the bell tower where they were subjected to a special kind of torture. But we'll never know for sure what exactly occurred there because the doctor eventually threw himself from the bell tower, claiming just before that the patients had driven him mad. A nurse is said to have witnessed the whole event, but it is unclear whether the doctor did in fact kill himself or whether someone else threw him from the bell tower. I'd have thrown him from the bell tower. Oh, yeah. You're going to do that to me and the people around me. You're going to continuously torture people. And then a special type of torture, you know, you're a doctor. It just sounded like this guy was, this guy was the crazy guy. He was the madman. So they probably did. They probably threw him off the bow tower. Or he felt finally so guilty about the things that he has done and he leapt to his death. We'll never know. In 1968, after the doctor's death, the hospital was closed and the island was once again completely abandoned. Few people have set foot on Paveglia since 1968, as it was completely off-limits for visitors. Paranormal shows like Ghost Adventures and Scariest Places on Earth both got permission to visit the island and filmed there. But... They caught a lot of things too. Like when I was there, or not when I was there, sorry. When Zach Bagans was there with Ghost Adventures and when I was watching that episode, uh, Zach kind of lost his mind. Something really took him over. Uh, and a lot, there was a lot more. The, the patients that were there in the mental asylum were constantly seeing shadow figures, were constantly hearing the screams of plague victims. They were seeing dead plague victims. I mean, granted, they had mental illnesses but were they all that crazy to 
because they say, even to this day, Paveglia is off limits. You can't go in it. That there's something there. That there's something evil. That the, that man has just soiled the land with, with crap. With the things that we've done. We let the plague victims die there. This man did horrible things there. Napoleon's armies fought and killed more people. And his people got killed for the, for the weapons that he stashed there. He destroyed a church. He destroyed a church. So that's something else. Even more evil. And then lobotomies were done there. People will say you can hear uh, kicking and screaming. Where it sounds like people are just being absolutely drugged away to somewhere. Like what they say the people did back in the plague era. When they were being drugged, they're kicking and screaming because they know they were going to die there. They say you can hear cries. Even in the day, day and night, you hear what sounds like hundreds of people crying. They say something can take you over there to where it makes you feel depressed, doom and gloom, that you want to commit suicide, that you want to just end it all. Many people have gone there without... I'm sure many people have gone there without the Italian authorities knowing. And I, I, I don't know. But I know what I saw on Ghost Adventures. I know what I saw on Scariest Places on Earth. And I know the things that I've read. And the, the research I did on Paveglia. And it's just bad after bad after bad after bad. So you can't sit here and tell me that nothing will stain that area. That nothing was conjured up there with all that evil. Perhaps there was already something evil there. And it just drew everybody in. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode of Proveglia Island. Uh, guys, it's, again, one of my bucket list. I want to go there. I'd love to go investigate there. Um, so, again, you can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. That will take you to the main business page. There you can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. Uh, you can check out the crystals we have there and the powers that they have. You can also check out the sage bundles that we have there for all cleansing needs. The necklaces, pendants, and all the jewelry that comes along with the crystals, you can check out there as well. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio Group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we talk about all things paranormal. You guys give me ideas for shows. I look at the research. I give you guys a shout-out, or I even have you on the show, because we are going to have live podcasts soon. I want to give you guys like a kind of behind-the-scenes look of how this all gets done. Uh, there you can go to Paranormal Link Ohio on TikTok and YouTube. I'm putting some full episodes, not every episode, but some full episodes on YouTube and some partial episodes on TikTok of the podcast. And of course, you can see the podcast every single day, Sunday to Sunday, at 10 p.m., except for Thursday and Friday. They will be on at 8 p.m. New episodes Thursday and Friday, so the podcast will be 8 p.m. New episodes of... Every other day will be 10 p.m. of the podcast. Because Thursday night I am live on Facebook at 10 p.m. We do a ghost story and a discussion into the paranormal. And then Friday night at 10 p.m. on Facebook is our Fear Friday Live. There we go. An in-depth conversation of the paranormal. Perhaps have a ghost story. And I do live investigations that night. So guys, thank you oh so very much for coming and checking us out and listening to us. I love each and every one of you oh so very much. You guys are the reason why I keep doing this. And I hope you guys enjoyed. And I hope you guys have a great night. And you will hear me again tomorrow night at 10 p.m., guys. Bye, everybody.